Welcome professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for fans. And we appreciate you coming back and joining us for episode 42. I am your host, the old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, musician. Now I'm super into Star Wars. I got way too many hobbies. Talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast and Funko Pop collector, Andy. I'm also your host, a no selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. All right. Well, if you were joining us again from last week, we had an amazing episode with Bro Keller. Such a nice guy. Couldn't have been more honored to interview him. We had an awesome conversation, gave us all sorts of behind the scenes information and just he was really open about answering any question we had for him. So if you were coming back from that episode, welcome. Uh, this is our 42nd episode. We've been doing this for 42 weeks straight, give or take, uh, with a week off here and there. And uh, we appreciate you coming back and checking us out again. Um, so what we do is we always start the show off in the beginning talking about what we're going to do today. So today we are going to be talking about Blood and Guts, uh, a new contender for the AEW Championship, Money in the Bank, and more. If you want to follow us on social media, it's at the PW Fan on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and if you want to follow us on YouTube, just search the PW fan where we have all of our backlog of episodes. We have all of our audio episodes on Spotify and Apple podcast as well. Um, Hey, if you really like our show and want to support us by buying a t-shirt, you can get that on pro wrestling backslash the PW fan. Anyway, what do you say we get into the show and, uh, Andy over to you, buddy. We got some stuff to talk about this week, don't we? Yes, we do. Um, have you guys seen anything on Santana's contract? Speaking of, I because saw, Jeremy's I wearing a proud headlines, and powerful. <laughs> Jeremy's wearing a proud and powerful uh, shirt. So Santana's contract is coming up soon. Apparently, he's had problems with Ortiz uh, in the back, and during matches, they've tried to keep them separated. So in blood and guts, if that seemed odd to you, they weren't really teaming up so much. Um, but they tried to keep them separated in the match. I don't know what's going on, but um, he's like posting on Twitter, you know, it was like 162 days and then uh, he's kind of counting it down. So who knows where he'll go after that? You know, they've always been together as a team. So it's interesting that they're having some beef right now. I didn't see this one coming. No, I mean, I had no idea until like this was posted and then it was like, no, apparently there's stuff going on. So. Yeah, that would kind of he Santana got hurt at the end of Blood and Guts, right? I know we'll talk about it later, but uh, he wasn't. On I know, top of the I know. Cage. Well, yeah, I know he wasn't on top of the cage. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, look yeah, in the in the in the event where he's possibly doing the thing where he's not happy and he's letting people know that he's leaving. My only thing is that, like, dude, it might not be greener pastures. So. I mean, who am I to give advice? You know, we were talking last week with bro. I never want to be that guy who's like, you know what you should have done. But it's like, man, <laughs> don't burn your bridges, right? But at the same time, guys are have proven over the last few years that you can have an amazing run on the independence and be totally self-sufficient and do your own thing. So if he's confident in himself that he's doing that, hey, more power to him. That's cool. I just am like, man, I hope you're not doing something that you know he's probably a young guy right so you don't want to like jeopardize the rest of your career he's, he's, 30, he's been taking independent bookings by himself recently oh. and you gotta think so there's a system for this i've tried to like kind of just following different podcasts and like uh, reading different things i've tried to kind of understand what they do i mean even mathematically we don't have to do it here on the show but if you want to break it down you know, you're Break it down. You're Jeff Hardy, right? <laughs> okay, you're Jeff Hardy and you show up at let's just throw a, a random play. You know, we're we're close to MCW. MCW. So, so Jeff Hardy comes to MCW, he charges on the let's low ball here, fifty for an autograph, and then there's two hundred people there, you know what I mean? So it's a thousand bucks. Yeah, oh, wait, and no. then that's that's, that's more sh- that's more than a thousand bucks. <laughs> Right, and then plus he's going to be selling merch, and then he's getting the actual uh, pay for coming there and even showing up. 
So, I mean, yeah, I mean, think, I think guys, if they space it out in a certain way, they do great, you know? So, I don't know. I just, when I see stuff where he's like, I'm doing the countdown, I'm like, oh, man, don't, I don't know. I just, yeah. I like him, so I don't want him to, you know, burn, boin bridges, as they say. Boin any bridges. It just sucks. I was thinking, don't boin the bridges. Uh, it just sucks, though, because... I like them as a team, and they never, if he is going to leave, they never got the titles before their contracts yeah. were up. Oh, that was something that I would thought they would be like the first champs, I thought. Yeah. I would have liked to see that before uh, one of them leaves the company, so. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I think we're probably down to 150 some days now. <laughs> so, um,. Yeah, that that outside of the regular shows, that's kind of the only thing I had on my plate. What about you guys? Is there anything else you wanted to add? Um, I think that kind of was it for the week. Because okay. actually, a less newsworthy. <laughs> yeah, there was like to too the much. There was too much news at one time, and then this was <laughs> yeah. a little bit, you know, less. So. I, I didn't really have any news for like actually wrestling in the week, but man, I don't, I just wanted to follow up with what we talked about at the beginning. I just had such a good time interviewing Bro last week. What a cool guy! Did you guys enjoy that? I enjoyed it. I thought it that was, was awesome. you know obviously it was different than what we normally do, but it was nice to switch it up. And he was really cool to talk to and really good guy. So yeah, there was yeah. some yeah, it was cool to hear like what they do on the like uh, their mindset or just wrestling overall, just how they do things. Yeah, I thought some of our listeners might think that was cool. It just, you know, it really gets them behind the scenes. We'd love to have Bro back at a, at any point he wants. <laughs> really, I don't care when he wants. He could come back next week if all I care. Um, but uh, maybe we'll do that more. Maybe we'll, uh, if, any, if there's any independent wrestlers who just happen to listen to the show or maybe have come back uh, this week and are friends with Bro, if you want to reach out to us, reach out to us uh, social media or... If you want to just go old school with email, email it's at the PW or at the PW. It's the PW fan pod at gmail.com. If you want to email us, we'd love to have you on the show and uh, we'll, we could do something similar. So just throwing that out there. Anyway, Andy, we can keep it moving. I just wanted to do a little follow up from last week because that was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. I thought he was a really cool guy. And uh, if you haven't heard that episode, make sure you go back to last week's episode and check that out. All right, uh, let's get into Raw. This Raw was about celebrating 20 years of John Cena. <laughs> it's pretty much the overall theme of it, not to mention it was the go-home show for Raw for Money in the Bank. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, there was videos throughout the night of superstars uh, sending you know, their congratulations to Cena and talking about him, and some of these videos were AEW stars. We had Brian Danielson, uh, the Big Show, Chris Jericho, um, and that might be it from AEW. Yeah, M- Mark Henry sent in one, but they didn't use it, which I thought was kind of funny. But they u- they used Jericho in... Well, uh, I think he mentioned AEW or said something, and they were like, we're not going to use it. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, that was interesting to see. Just I was watching you know, WWE TV, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> so um, I just wanted to point that out. There was a last chance Money in the Bank Battle Royal, and the winner was Riddle. Now, I understand Riddle's you know, been being pushed lately, but you had a guy like AJ Styles in there, and what the hell are they doing to him? You're, I feel like they're wasting a guy like him, man. Yeah, there's no he, no storyline at all for him. You're paying him a lot of money. He's, he's He gets paid. He's one of the top paid guys in the company, yeah. and you're not doing anything with him? At least right now, you know, I hope at SummerSlam, but I haven't seen him really on TV being involved in anything ever since the Judgment Day stuff. Yeah, unless they're giving him, like, some time off right now. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I love, dude, it's so weird for me, just as, like, a regular, or just as a fan of his, because, ah, God, it's, like, behind me, I got, you know, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, if you see my little screen, I got the... AJ Styles kind of like flag blanket hanging behind me. But at the same time, man, I really do hate some of his views on things when we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> dude, he's a man. He's a damn good wrestler. But God, please, dude. <laughs> now you could separate the two. You know, you could separate I try. The two. Yeah. I try. It's hard, but I try. 
But yeah, I mean, do you guys think they're wasting his like he's not doesn't have that much longer career wise, you know, he says he's wanting to retire in the next couple of years. Yeah. I mean, what else what have they done with him recently other than the Finn thing, which I thought was really cool. I'm like, why didn't they just keep it going? Have they had AJ go up against Roman yet? I'm trying to think of what guys are left mm-hmm. on the roster that haven't gone up against Roman. I feel like he has, but it was a while ago, at least. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. So they could do it like again last year. Yeah, well, they've done Brock enough, so <laughs> you know, yeah, they can do it AJ good. and Roman four times compared to Brock and Roman twenty times. So. The only guy, speaking of Brock or Roman, the only guy that could go up against Roman right now that is believable because of how their match ended before would be Seth, but yeah. Based off money in the bank, that's not going to happen anytime soon. So we'll get into that. But yeah, I just I was watching that battle royal. I was just like, okay, whatever. But AJ AJ got like eliminated like a couple of guys, and I'm just like, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but okay, so moving on, we had a John Cena in ring segment, just kind of thinking, you know, WWE universe, and you know, none of it would, none of this would happen without you all kind of thing um and i'm sure we all know i mean there was a kind of a ba- funny backstage se- segment with him in theory because the rumor is that it's going to be theory versus john cena at SummerSlam. um they are really pushing this guy <laughs> that's for sure uh we'll get into that but this is the new chosen one from drew mcintyre yeah uh and he's young you know i'll give him that he's got he's got a lot of years ahead of him He's the youngest oh, yeah. United States champion of all time. I know that much because he's said That's it enough. Um, <laughs> but lastly, on Raw, Becky Lynch qualified for Money in the Bank, which I was worried they weren't going to be doing anything with her. But yes, they did end up putting her in the match. Um, I think that was another uh, last chance for her kind of thing. Uh, getting into Dynamite. I only had a couple things because the last hour was just a blood and guts match. <laughs> so uh, within the first hour, we had a Christian Cage segment, which he kind of doubled down on the stuff. Uh, he's like, I apologize for mentioning your father, what I should have said. And then he said something just as worse, basically. And I, I don't remember what he said exactly. He, didn't he say, like, <laughs> I wish your, he said your whole family, uh, he wishes his whole family was dead. I was like, yeah, it's something crazy. I was like, Jesus Christ, Christian. I laugh because I don't know yes. how else to react. It's just like so over the top. <laughs> so, yes, Christian doubled down. Um, and then forget exactly how we introduced him, but he basically said, you know, someone's coming out or whatever. Oh, and yeah. He was, was like, I never said this match was against me. Yeah. And it was Luchasaurus. Uh, he has his own music. He's his mask is black. He's wearing like all black stuff. Um, cool. You know, I guess he's a heel now, but like the change was very quick and abrupt. That yeah, they didn't really explain it. Like he was like conflicted last week, right, with like attacking Christian, and then you know they didn't explain anything because Luchasaurus doesn't really talk for one, so. Yeah. He just kind of came out and ever, I mean, people were bummed. They were booing. <laughs> they did not want, yeah. you know, there wasn't no like gradual breakup of Jurassic Express. Yeah. You know, the one thing I think AW needs to do better is video packages because those explain so much. Like they could just done one with Luchasaurus and a quick one of him saying like why he's. With or Christian, just Christian so. Cage talking for him with yeah. him in the video. Of, yeah. So yeah, Luchasaurus is, uh, has cited this, decided to um, team with Christian, or not team, but be on his side for this feud. And I guess Jungle Boy's out of action for a little while. When he comes back, it, it'll pick up where it left off. Yeah. Um, after that, we had a a match with Danhausen versus the Gun Club and Max Caster, and we weren't sure who the, his uh, teammates were going to be, and it turned out to be FTR. So we had Danhausen teaming with FTR versus the Ass Boys <laughs> and Max Caster. Uh, hey, Danhausen actually got to do some some stuff this yeah. match, man. You know, he was actually he was actually he's a pretty good wrestler. Yeah, uh, but know. the winners were <laughs> FTR. 
<laughs> the winners were FT. I mean, the crowd popped huge when Danhausen revealed that. Well, you know, he's from Detroit, even though I know his entrance says like from wherever or whatever it is. But yeah. he's actually from Detroit. Oh, okay. I believe, that, I believe they call that pleasure delaying, where you just wait and wait and wait and wait, and then finally he does one arm drag, and the whole crowd goes psycho. <laughs> He did two. Yeah. He did two arm drags back to back. Okay, well, let's say those, those arm drags were not the best arm drags. They were not. They were not. I'm glad someone like, else. Well, I haven't done out. anything in like six months. I'm sorry, I'm a little rusty. Yeah. <laughs> like the Hurricane Rana he does is actually pretty good, but the arm drags. Uh... He did more than he did during the Tony Nice match and during the tag match <laughs> with Hook. So at least I liked but, uh, uh, the crowd was chanting FT Housen. FT Housen, yes. <laughs> I like that. Name. I've been, I've been. Uh, if you're watching us on video, I've uh, been I'm taking a little break from the uh, the harder stuff. Been drinking a little Diet Coke right here. I feel like CM Punk right now. Oh man, he likes Diet Pepsi, doesn't he? Damn it, Diet never Pepsi. Mind. He has a Pepsi tattoo. Ah, fuck. He has a Pepsi yeah. tattoo. I didn't know it was yeah, Diet Pepsi. He likes, but yeah. Why would he drink? Why That's when he was on commentary. Freaking grandmas drinking Diet Coke. All I can think <laughs> of is mine, Tim's grandma having <laughs> Diet Coke in her fridge. It's delicious. It's the nectar of the gods. All right. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> well, the last hour of Dynamite, what the entire hour is the Blood and Guts match, which is War Games. Right? Yeah. Blood and Guts is War Games. They don't have the rights to it, obviously. Um, but they were. But I guess the difference is though, Blood and Guts has a has a top to it. War Games does not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's true. It's like a big hell in a cell rather than a big cage. Yeah, because yeah, because that's when like I remember McAfee and NXT went up to the top and jumped off, or or it was like Cole or someone did that. So Both, yeah, I mean, yeah, up. yeah. So in Blood and Guts, we had uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society um, with now Sammy Guevara, correct? So it was Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, uh, Jake Hager, the two douchebags, and there had to be a fifth guy, right? Oh, uh, Daniel Garcia. Was, yeah. Daniel Garcia. Um, versus Eddie Kingston, Claudio uh, Castanoli, um, John Moxley, Santana Ortiz. Sorry. There's 10 guys. Yep. Jericho Appreciation Society dressed awful. It was terrible. Oh, it was God. terrible. All red with their fishnets, tank tops, and their like red fedoras. It was. That was like a boy band. It was it bad. Was, it was really bad. I don't know if it was intentionally bad or they thought it was cool, and like I don't know what happened, but dude, it was it was not good. You know, Jericho probably thought it was cool. He was like, like he dude, actually thought it was. Cool. He was like, "Yo, this we look sick as fuck." I <laughs> <laughs> uh, cut. So, uh, one thing I'll say is the match I enjoyed a lot more than the first Blood and Guts match, which was the Pinnacle versus uh, Inner Circle. Yeah, I thought this was better. Um, it was, so the ending, let's say what the ending was, Eddie Kingston and Claudio both had, uh, people in a submission. I forget who had Jericho and one had, uh, well, Eddie had Jericho. Eddie had Jericho. So then Claudio had, I don't think it was Daniel Garcia. I would think it was like Matt or the other guy. It was one of the 2.0 guys. Yeah. So, uh, they were both had him in the submission on top of the cage and uh claudio's guy ended up tapping which eddie seemed a little bit bummed about but then at the end you know you see all the guys on the cage except for santana because i think santana got hurt during the match and it was weird claudio had his arm around eddie kingston and they were like buddy buddy so i don't know if that was just an in the moment i don't know man but i was just like huh interesting um but the match the match was good everyone was you know bloody as hell um but, it's definitely blood and guts. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, and Wheeler Yuta was in the, the match, right? Yeah. Or was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It probably would have been Danielson in there somewhere if he wasn't hurt, I believe. Yeah, he would have um, been in Claudio's spot. But that team won. Um, again, this is one of those things. Like, if you if you culminate to blood and guts, I hope it this feud ends. With blood and guts. Yeah. Well, you um, know the because of the ending, how they did it with Eddie Kingston and all that. I feel like he's still going to be like, I have to, you know, kill Chris Jericho. Still, like, hopefully, like <laughs> all the 
other people are done with him. <laughs> but it's just those two again. Just needs a one-on-one match or some shit. Yeah, because that was like a good way to end it. And he's like, I didn't get my, you know, I was like, he didn't get his filming at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, what you guys enjoy the match? Um, it was freaking hour long, basically. Total from start to a, finish. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. That was a lot better than the first one, like you yeah, said. I, I think I'm the first one a... ended with Jericho falling off of the cage onto like a yeah. crash well, pad. Sammy did well, Sammy, Sammy did a front flip off onto through a table onto a crash pad. Yeah, which looked better. Yeah. Me personally, I'm just I'm a fan of a good old one on oneer, you know, or like a classic tag. But I'm not a big fan of like where there's like a bunch of dudes in a match. I know people love the war games, and I kind of like Elimination Chamber. So, old or at, at least the old ones, yeah, the old ones especially before um, the match, before they made it safer for the performers. Yeah, <laughs> God forbid that they don't actually have to get super hurt for our entertainment. Um, no, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just hard for me when there's like so much going on, and that's I, maybe the order yeah. I get. That's the bet, the easier way I can describe it. Well, I get that, too, because the camera cuts sometimes. It's like, he's throwing a guy over here and then cuts to this, and you're like, what just happened? Wait, and, and no then I'm idea. like, hang on, like, wait, what's guy happening just... with this guy? Yeah. Yeah, and then another guy just went into thumbtacks, and you didn't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> he, so he he basically only bumped for, like, the people in the in the building. <laughs> yeah. He has, like, a million thumbtacks in his back, and nobody on television saw it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that wrapped up Dynamite this week. I know I just brought you an abrupt halt, <laughs> but there wasn't much more to talk about blood and guts. Um, SmackDown this week, one little thing to talk about because Money in the Bank was Saturday night. Matt Cat Moss qualified for Money in the Bank. So uh, I was about to round off everyone, but I can round off everyone once we get into Money in the Bank. Rampage, we had a battle royal for uh, who Moxley's opponent for the title is going to be this uh, upcoming Wednesday, and the winner of the Battle Royal was Brody King from House of Black. It was a Royal Rampage, is what they call oh. But same rules? Am I wrong? Yeah. Am I yeah, wrong? Okay. It's just, yeah. it would, they used the two rings for the uh, Battle Royal, which yeah. is kind of cool. Royal Rampage. So, yes, Brody King has qualified. That should be, I mean, it has the potential to be a you know, hard-hitting good match. So Yeah, that's this um, Wednesday. Yep. So, Money in the Bank. Let's get into it. Before we get into the matches, I want to talk about this uh, promo video for a superstar for that... Yeah, let's just say it's for <laughs> Edge, all right? They didn't say it's Edge, but if you watch the videos, it has a bunch of little pieces of memorabilia in it from some of Edge's you know, biggest rivals. It has the Hardy, Hardy Boys armbands, Dudley Boys glasses, uh, a license plate that says Latino Heat, and uh, Kurt Angle's gold medal hanging. It's pretty obvious there, but I wonder what his character is going to be like when he comes back. You know, it doesn't seem like it's a rated R superstar, but obviously he's not part of Judgment Day anymore. Yeah, and he unless he have... unless he goes back to the you think you know me, uh, like yeah. Rob Zombie music or or I was going to say what type of music is he going to have then? Is he going to go back or is he going to? Because he can't do a whole new one because he that's like too much, too new. Tim, would you like to see old Edge gear? I would love to see old Edge here. I kind of feel bad for him, and I don't know if it's just like no, you know, what? no. It's the story in me. I know because I know you go he just back. Cut his hair. Well, yeah, you go back four episodes, and I was like, dude, he needed to cut it, man. It looked fried out. <laughs> but like now, I'm like, damn. Now he's gonna be old Edge, but like he just chops all his hair off. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't think about the hair. Yeah, you, what yeah. he comes out with like the trench coat, but the glasses, but it's, like the hair is not long. But then he has like a giant, like <laughs> spiky hairdo. That's kind of what Triple H did when he got older and he cut his hair off, and then he kind of just kept that look, which yeah, ended up being that's pretty true. good. For him. Maybe it'll be like the next evolution. It's like the classic Edge, but like the next evolution. I'm into it, yeah. man. But my thing yeah. is, the writers or Edge, I don't know who's coming up with this stuff. You gotta come up with something to convince me. It's like you were just evil like three weeks ago, bro. You gotta right. come up with something. You gotta figure out something yeah. to tell me to buy in. I'm a Star Andy and I are Star Wars guys. 
which is convoluted and there's always plot holes. But if you give me a good <laughs> fill-in, <laughs> if you let me know what happens, I'll buy it. Okay, fine. I accept it. Yeah. Just, just sell it. Sell it to me. tell me something yeah. good that happened and I'll believe you. It has to be more than just like, oh, they turned against me. Like you have well, to what, I'd, what I'd like to see is a feud between Edge and Balor. Haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, because they're too Edge busy fighting on like superstars or whatever, which is like, what the fuck is happening? Main, main event. Whatever. Yeah. Same shit. I, I swear, if if they bring Edge back and then AJ teams with Edge and they fight the Judgment Day again, oh god, there's like switch the guys around. And then, you know, we're all complaining, like, I want to see more AJ, but it's like, okay, can we see AJ do something else? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you had him freaking feud with Omos for a minute there, and I was like, God. It's been Andy yeah, and I are big AJ fans, and then I found, an, and then I heard all the, like, the like the homophobic stuff, and I was like, <laughs> uh... But then, you know, the I still community. like him. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. And then, like, I... I... <laughs> and then... I'm still like a fan of his work, but as a fan of his wrestling and like his his on screen character, let me say <laughs> that yeah. it's it's been kind of a slow slow couple years for him being an AJ Styles wrestling fan. You know, not yeah. a lot going on there. It's kind of like the Bucks, right? It's just like what yeah, the doing? Bucks. The Bucks have some views too, and it's just like. I mean... <laughs> No, dude, hang on. Whoa, whoa, hang on. I feel like we need to address this on the show. They straight up said, and how, how, whether it was just for the show or not, I don't know. But they straight up said on the Dark Side of the Ring Canyon episode that when he told them, they were like, dude, why would we care? Like, you're our, you're our boy. Oh, yeah, they, okay, when it came to that, yeah. they were uh Yeah, in that way. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe the Bucks are, like, chill. But then don't want to, you don't want to put out false information. That's for sure. No, yeah, but the all yeah. right. So the Bucks seem cool, but I don't know. You can't, some of that audio from that old AJ Styles interview is like, all right, bro. <laughs> it's it's like to bring up another one. It's like Jericho, but I think Jericho is okay. Maybe it's not his wife or his family. Yeah, and it's like we're not even talking shit. It's like I love Chris Jericho. It's just like I just don't like. I don't like what your political party like thinks is good <laughs> just give me wrestling yeah. anyway anyway we don't even talk about this on the show <laughs> well we speaking here? of speaking of people that were saying shit but it relates to wrestling i found out that remember when they were gonna bring brian kendrick and then he said all that off-color stuff Yo, yeah he was, he like, was supposed was- to be in wheeler Utah spot which means you know him and danielson would be reunited who trained together under Shawn michaels which makes oh, a wow. lot of sense yeah you know, they, they, if people don't know, they both trained under Shawn Michaels and, uh, you know, they're all friends with Mox and, uh, Brian Danielson and yeah, he was supposed to be in that spot. That's why the Wheeler Yuta thing he said in, I think the recent AW after, um, Forbidden Door interview, I think he said it was kind of just like thrown together. Um, but yeah, so it kind of worked out well for you though. Yeah, it just it would have been cool to see Brian Kendrick. Yeah, even though yeah. Anyway, we won't get into. We've talked about before what he <laughs> has said. If you guys want to look, if you want to look up what he said, you can look it up. I'm not going to say it on this yeah. show, but it was <laughs> it was some crazy out of pocket shit. Even he admits it was crazy out of pocket. But yeah. yeah, no excuse. Uh, so okay, Money in the Bank, guys. What's what we're wrapping up with here? Then. This was uh, we're Saturday, trying to get to. <laughs> yeah, this was Saturday night. Uh, it opened with the women's Money in the Bank match: Lacey Evans, Raquel Rodriguez, Becky Lynch, Oscar, Liv Morgan, Lex- Lexa Bliss, and Shotzi. Now, me and Tim watched this together. It, it there was a lot of botches, guys. All right, Dude, this match. Uh, <laughs> Shotzi ran up the ladder and just fell off. Uh, there was there was a couple of bumps. Uh, I think Becky Lynch tried to like jump off a ladder. And through someone else but the ladder they're just i don't know if they're not heavy enough or that ladder just did not bend she just bounced off like and that's yeah. and that's what i was telling andy last night the effort is amazing and it's like they're they're going they were trying their damnest but it's like yeah and they're and and equally as hard as the dudes they're going damn hard and putting their life on the line the only thing is sometimes when a you know I'm just for some reason I just keep thinking of how gigantic Billy Gunn is because we were talking about that on last week's episode. <laughs> but 
if Billy Gunn slams, I don't know, Matt Hardy onto a ladder, those dudes are like six foot three. Like they don't look like it on TV, but they're huge and it's making an impact. And the only thing I noticed about the ladder match is when they would do stuff, it just felt like this, like, which sucks is because it probably hurt like absolute shit. You know what I mean? But like when they hit, if not worse, if it doesn't give, it probably hurt more. The audio, the audio doesn't pick it up in like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it sounds like it's not hitting as hard, but it's probably hurts worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It was, was there was some scary spots. Yeah. Other than like when, whenever it's male or female, it doesn't matter. But whenever there's a botch and you're like by yourself, like running up the ladder and you fall, I'm just like, it's It's like like, watching a stand-up comedian crash and burn. I always use the phrase, it's okay to watch a band mess up live because there's like five people and like it's so loud. But like a stand-up comic on stage by themselves when like nobody's laughing, it's just like fuck, this is awkward. Yeah, yeah, it's like I don't want to see this anymore. One wrestler in the ring, you're just like, (laughs) they just mess up by themselves. Yeah, it's like (laughs) everybody just gets quiet. You're just like, damn. (laughs) Well, the winner of the match, uh, I think most everyone was probably happy with. It was Liv Morgan. Good for her. I was super, I was super happy for her to for her to win. Crowd was very happy for her to win as well. Um, so after that, we had Bobby Lashley versus Theory for the United States Championship. Winner was Bobby Lashley. I get why they took it off of Theory, because he is supposed to be wrestling Cena at SummerSlam, like we mentioned before. So this takes the belt off of him. Why would you have John Cena come back for the United States title? It wouldn't make any sense. Uh, and then now you have a new babyface champion in Bobby Lashley. So I'm yeah, just Bobby glad. Bobby Lashley is very over. I'm glad we're done with the baby oil and the posing. And um, <laughs> what you know, was that? I Remember, we were watching the promo package last night. It was like, ah, oh. because <laughs> I didn't see some of that stuff. Because I'm gonna be honest, I'll watch Raw like I have it on right now. But when we're done recording, I usually turn it off and go watch something else. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like so, I didn't see any of the baby oil stuff. I was like, what? Is this? It's pose down, it? man. It's the pose down. No, pose down. Pose down has nothing to do with squirting baby oil on each other. <laughs> um, so yes, we had a new United States Championship in Bobby. Champion in Bobby. Uh, next, we had another championship match. Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Winner was uh, Bianca Belair. Now we've seen this match a bunch of times before when in Bianca's first run. Say what you want about Carmella when it comes to her character and everything that she's actually really good at, you know, being that heel um, with her character. And uh, she attacked Bianca afterwards and Bianca was kind of lipping around. So I don't know if this feud is going to be over with, but it might go into SummerSlam. Who knows? But it was yeah, okay. Carmella, Carmella did really well. Like there's I know there's a lot of people kind of like shitting on it because they're like, where did she come from? And. All of the storyline. Well, there was no build behind her. It's just she just got yeah. got the match. So yeah, which it wasn't her fault. But no, yeah. it's last I think minute she did book as well it. as he could. Yeah. Um, but our next match, match of the night. This match was phenomenal. A plus. Uh, the Usos versus the Street Profits WWE Tag Team Championships. Uh, I United. almost, I almost made Andy skip it. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, I was like, eh, well, it was getting it, it was getting late. Tim was getting tired. He's just like, because uh, we watched it the next oh, night. We didn't watch it at the time I was it like, aired. <laughs> I'm so Dude. glad that we, I'm glad that we. Yeah, this yeah. Is no, the last match... match I saw on night one. I fell asleep. I had to finish it today. This is the yeah. last match I saw last night, though. Uh, this match is great, and I think the I mean the finish was the Usos won, but based on how it finished, I think it's going to continue, and that's fine because these teams together are very well, uh, very well are very good together. Um, it finished. Who got pinned? Was it Hawkins or Ford? Uh, Ford. Montez Ford. Okay, so Montez yeah. Ford got pinned, but his shoulder was clearly up. Yeah. Um. So, I would Which... be completely fine if it, you know. Ends up, I'm sure it'll be talked about tonight on Raw. Probably no. I mean, was that was that like storyline, or you think that was like a mistake? I don't know. I mean, the finish is going to be what the finish is, but yeah. 
Um, I'm I'm sure it's uh, you never know nowadays. But <laughs> this match is great. If you haven't seen the match, we're getting uh, baked. Uh, <laughs> Montez Ford did a front flip over the uh, over the turnbuckle um, at an angle and landed on everyone. His frog splashes are ridiculously you know good. Uh, Hawkins can go too. I mean, and everyone knows that Usos can go and. You know, it's it's it reminds me of like when the Usos used to have great matches with like the New Day on every pay per view, but they would like be on kickoff show and they would like steal the show with their matches. Dude, like, that's they how. were, they were. I mean, they are. They're they're so good. I think that they would crush it anywhere else, whether they were on in AEW or the Indies. Like they're just fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. So that was a really good match. Um, I, again, I thought it was the best one on the pay per view itself. Uh, also, after th- Mont- Mont- Montez Ford also seems to be gotten so much better in this past year. Oh yeah, I mean, dude, dude. Eventually, the team's gonna break up. I think at some point, and he'll he'll be a star on his own. Yeah. Fun fact about the Street Profits. I got a little po- a little poisonal story here. Uh. <laughs> So I went and saw NXT when they came, uh, gosh, I don't know, 2016 maybe? Oh, yeah, we saw them live, yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting front row. Uh, a very nice gentleman offered uh, me a front row ticket, and I hung out with him and went. Uh, and I have a popcorn, and I never get a popcorn. It's the weirdest thing, like... I can't believe it even happened. Like, I'm never, like, one to be like, let me get a popcorn. But that <laughs> night I decided to get popcorn, and I'm sitting watching front row, and one of the dudes jumps over, or one of the dudes, uh, parentheses, Street Profits, jumps over the guardrail, takes my popcorn, dumps it all over the floor, and kind of my lap a little bit. And then, like, just, like, <laughs> we're, like, yelling, and they jump back in the ring, and everybody was, like, Kind of like just being like, damn, and like pointing and like laughing. And then the match goes on and somebody else comes out with their entrance. And then this lady with a headset comes running over with a fresh popcorn. And she's like, here oh. you go. And I was like, oh, cool. So it was like, wow. I don't know. It was just funny. It was just a funny and I think, well, yeah, that was back then when they really weren't that popular. They were just kind of starting out. I mean, dude, there was like max. 200 people at this show. Yeah. That was um yeah. that was in the Harford County or like area where they Harvard Community yeah. College. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was funny. Yeah, it's a small place. The, the town that we went and listened to uh or listened to. The town that we saw the show in was uh Bel Bel Air, Maryland, and yeah. Bianca Belair was coming out and uh it was just funny that they tried to say that she was from Bel Air and like use. Yeah, she's from like, Knoxville. She's from. Knoxville, yeah, they like Tennessee. said that she was like the hometown. Like here, it's just very <laughs> wrestling, very pro wrestling. Funny. Yeah. Um. That's cool though. I never knew what they did. The people they like, you know, they grabbed drinks or whatever. I'm like, did they get a new one? Yeah, they did. They this. She was very professional. She like came, dude. She like came out of nowhere, gave me the popcorn, and was like a ghost, and like disappeared into the night. <laughs> Um, so after the Usos match, great transition, uh, we had Ronda Rousey versus Natalia for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, this match was more technical than any Ronda match that I think I've seen so far. There was a lot of submissions. Um, it was just different and it showed that Ronda can do a little bit more than maybe you thought that she might have done with just the judo flips or, or whatnot. But the winner was Ronda Rousey afterwards. Liv Morgan runs out with the briefcase. People, you know, freak out. Uh, she cashes it in. Uh, Rhonda almost gets her, I think, with an armbar. Um, but no, Liv Morgan ends up, you know, pinning Ronda Rousey. And Liv Morgan is your new champion. Finally, you know, every she, you know, everyone was chanting she deserved it. Uh, what I thought was really cool is I had read that Rhonda demanded that she drop the title to Liv that night. Yeah, um, she was really put. She's she said something along the lines of the like the person that's the most dedicated and wants it the most should you know basically be the champion. Yeah, that's and cool. and if you know anything about Liv Morgan and about how like basically she you know she really loves this business and has always wanted to do it and you know 
I mean, you, I, I think about her back in NXT, and then she came up with the Riot Squad. She's really improved a lot yeah, over the years, I think. And I think where her character is at now, instead of where it was in the Riot Squad, um, is a lot better. And, you know, I think she's a believable champion. At least the fans, you know, really want her to be the champion. So the question is yeah. probably a rematch, I would think, at SummerSlam between these two. Or maybe yeah, a three-way or Becky Lynch. Everybody's favorite thing is a rematch, so yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, afterwards, was... uh, Ronda hugged Liv, you know, showed a sign of respect in the ring, and uh, yeah, it was cool. So congratulations yeah. to Liv Morgan. Yeah, she really earned that. I mean, that's insane like, where she came from, like you were saying. Yep. Yeah. I'm really yeah. happy for her. I mean, genuinely, right? Like... I think when you're when you're a fan and you're like, I mean, look, we're f- three of us are fans enough where we have a fucking podcast about it and dedicate time to doing this. So clearly, you know, when you see somebody else who's a fan and loves wrestling genuinely and you can relate to them and they finally get that feel good moment where it's like, like you, I think that we all as wrestling fans have those moments where you're you're happy for the person because you know that they're basically one of you like they were a kid just like you watching these shows and here they are they're living their dream and it's it's cool to just be like i agree hey, yeah it makes it more authentic in the end yeah yeah and especially since like andy and i were talking before um we thought her sure. like push was kind of an ending or is over and so it's kind of unexpected but we're so glad that she got it well now it's mm-hmm. her job to you know take the ball and run with it and uh, see if she can do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's been plenty before her that have men and women, you know, like she's, this is her time now to, she can do whatever she wants. And I mean, I I think that she's, and then I don't, don't mean this in like a weird way, but I mean, she's got, you know, the looks, She's got the wrestling ability. She's got a cool character. Like, I think she's got all the tools to, you know, Charlotte's been huge for so many years. Huge as in, like, just like a uh, a phenom of a talent and skill. And she's kind of reigned the women's division for the last six years. And I think Liv Morgan, I can actually see her being, like, the next person in line to tech take over for that whole mm-hmm. four horse women era. You know what I'm talking about? Like the Becky's, the Sasha's and all them. Like there hasn't been somebody who stepped up and been that person. I feel yeah. Like I think I saw person. Ruby Soho congratulating, uh, live Morgan yeah. on Twitter. That was cool to see. Um, my question is, I think I remember when Becky came back that she, when she feuded with Liv, had told Liv that basically she would never be a champion while Becky was around. You know, the only way that Liv moved up in the women's division was because Becky was gone, basically. So this could end up, you know, possibly being a feud based off those kind of remarks and stuff like that. But Long term storytelling. You never know. It's just the way my brain works. Logic sometimes, guys. <laughs> Uh, the main event, though, was money in, men's Money in the Bank match. Uh, we had Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Madcap Moss, Riddle, and Amos. And before the bell rings, Adam Pearce comes out and says, we know we're going to add an eighth person, and it's Theory. And this crowd fucking... This is, like, the guy... It's, like, not heat like we, like hate you because you're evil it's just like anyone but this guy kind of heat it's like yeah. it's almost the go away heat but not yeah yet. um so there was a couple cool spots in this match you know omos is kind of the monster role of this match even though you have people like drew and Sheamus who are big guys in there as well there's a spot where they just bury omos in ladders um on the ramp uh there was kind of another cool spot where rollins kind of directs all the other wrestlers and they do a little version of the shield powerbomb through the table with Rollins directing. But instead of an actual powerbomb, it's more of Omos lying flat. And then gets, I mean, that table crushed <laughs> right away. Talking about weapons breaking with the women earlier. Omos can throw onto that. That thing exploded. Yeah, that had no chance. <laughs> no. no. Um, but look, uh, this match had some cool spots in it. Um, let's just get straight to the winner. All right. 
Theory. Theory won this match, man, and people oh. were not happy. <laughs> I told, like I said about that kind of heat with Theory, people are like anyone but this guy. Uh, make Mad Cat Moss, make Omos even, yeah, over over him. Uh, you know, win this match. Yeah, that was like, uh, yeah, like anyone but him. It was such a weird thing to ha- happen. Because like the everything in the women's stuff was so awesome, and then you yeah. get to the men's, and you're like, yeah, it's like the winner wow. of the women's money in the bank was cool, and the winner of the men's money in the bank, fuck, it's it's like, yeah, disappointing, really. So this is what I'm worried about. I'm worried about does Theory cash it in at SummerSlam against Roman or Brock, and if so, what does that show like? Do you, does that make them look worse? I mean, it's a cash in those. So it doesn't really affect. <sighs> yeah, but them. then there's going to be a rematch with one of them. And what? If this is your new guy, you really should wait till it's off of a huge star like that. And then if you want him to yeah. be, I don't know. He can't be the one that take at least one of the belts off. Roman Out of everyone that has wrestled Rock and Roman, like. Yeah. Theory is going to come in and do that? I feel like he is now we're saying that because the Brock and Roman matches are always like they do finishers after finisher. But this is a last man standing, so they're going to be done by yeah. the end of the match. And then Theory I, just comes in and weasels his way in. I yeah. just want to know genuinely, though, like genuinely, what is it about this dude that, that whoever, Vince, what, whatever, Vince. if it's Vince, if it's whoever, why him over, let's say, Let's go back a few years. Adolph Ziggler. Drew McIntyre. Who, or, oh, yeah. yeah, or somebody who exhibits all the same traits, but maybe even has a better look, a better reputation behind the scenes. <laughs> like, why this dude? I don't get it. Look, he seems just, like a nice guy. I watched an interview with him in on Out of Character or whatever. He seems fine. He's just... He can, seem, he can seem like a nice guy. It's fine, but yeah. Like, but his character is just fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Baby oil. Ugh. I don't yeah, know. Really I just don't get it. I don't get what the hype is. Clearly, no one does. But there. Vince, and it's all a long-term plan. Hey, people used to not like Cena, and then Cena became who Cena was. People used to not like The Rock, and The Rock became. Who knows? In years, I'll be surprised if we're all like, we love theory, dude. <laughs> I, I I will tell you this right now. I will never say that. <laughs> never say never, man. Uh, no, normally, mark my words here. <laughs> so normally we would end with that. Um, but there was one thing that we forgot to mention in the beginning. And I, I don't know what's worse to end it on theory or this. Logan Paul has signed with WWE officially. Tim, I know you have some thoughts. This is worse than <laughs> Okay, I will take. Regrettably, I would take uh, Austin Theory over Logan Paul. Uh, okay, here's my thing with it. I get it. Dude's like on his own has a huge following. He might him and his brother alone might be as well-known almost, I mean, maybe not as well-known, it's a little ridiculous, but on their own as a brand, they're almost as well-known as the WWE in general, especially with a certain generation. I get the ass, you know, he's an asset and he brings viewers onto the product. I get all that stuff. And that's what this is all about. The wrestling person in me hates it. I, I just do they I keep him on the main roster? I know he's going to be feeding with Miz probably at SummerSlam. He's going to have a match against the Miz because the Miz turned on him at Mania. Remember, that's his first opponent. It makes also, what Miz is it about guys when they first come into WWE? They always go after the Miz first. AJ Styles first match the Miz. Yeah, uh, Cody, Cody Rhodes after Mania first match was on Raw was with the Miz. Logan Paul signs. He's going to feud. Can with someone the Miz. tell me the difference though? Like. Why? Because he's between jacked, the Miz and Logan like, Paul. <laughs> no, I'm talking. I'm going all the way back. People used to freak out that, like, you know, David Arquette. That you know, it was the worst thing that ever happened in wrestling that he won the world title. When, which, look, that may be true, but 
they've been doing this shit for the last 10 years and no nobody i feel like gets the same flack they're like oh bad bunny sick I'm like why is that sick how is that like dope like how is that any cooler than david arquette coming out and doing something is it like, only cool if pat mcafee is it only a little co- bit cooler if pat mcafee does it because he's in the world and we see him every week he's here every week and again yeah. he's, he's part genuine, of the wwe family he's a fan like he's a fan you know he's not full of shit and at first i didn't like go. it either i'm i mean but i didn't like but that's literally i mean from what i've read the reason why you don't see Pat McAfee ever wrestle anymore is because it was almost like he was too good at it. Like they were like, "All right, you're kind of making like our other, <laughs> you're making our other people like not look so good. You yeah. just need and to like promos. chill." Like, yeah, like well, well. Speaking of, so what we have so far for SummerSlam that I know of is Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, last man standing match, John Cena versus Theory. Some of these aren't announced, but John's dude. For once, like I feel like a little kid, like. Being bought in, I'm like God. I hope John Cena. John Cena, please. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> After years of being like, can you stop? Like, go away. And now he's back. I'm like, and like, please right. come back and kill this man. <laughs> um. So John Cena in theory, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin, and then Logan Paul versus The Miz. What the fuck? Oh boy. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Half the card is like pretty. Solid. And if Theory cashes in at the end, biggest heel in the industry. <laughs> oh, he's gonna do that. What if he tries to cash in, but then Cena stops him or something like that? Give me anything, <sighs> anything. Why would Cena be out? I mean, then Cena's the savior that we always needed and never knew we yeah. didn't. <laughs> Cody, Cody, Cody's a big listener of the show. If you guys don't know, Cody. <laughs> You need to get well get. soon, please, for the love Way of God. <laughs> yeah, pull a John Cena come back within like three months. Oh, please. Dude, just anyone. Anyone. Or Edge. I don't care. Anyone. Oh, God. Well. Yeah. That I was know. positive. Yeah, on that note. <laughs> it's over, guys. I don't know how to. It's over. Everything's awful when it's over. <laughs> Every, I didn't know we didn't wrap up on anything good. It was just disappointment. Like, uh. yeah, we we ended on theory and Logan Paul. I mean, that's not really a oh. high note. <laughs> God, hey, one day here, here's something positive. One day we don't know when Cody and CM Punk will come back. <laughs> there will be a time at some point. <laughs> Oh well, God. we appreciate you joining us for ep- join. <laughs> we appreciate you joining us for episode forty-two. And uh, again, if you're joining us again from last week, if you're a first-time listener from last week, thank you so much for coming back. This is kind of our vibe of our show. We just joke around, and you know, we're pretty. Uh, I like to think of us as a uh, as an easy snack. You know, we we keep the show short. You want to hear about the we- the world of wrestling for the week? You come listen to our show. We really appreciate it. Like I said in the beginning of the show, you can follow us on all of our social media at the PW Fan. If you're a fan of the show and you want to reach out, you can email us at the PW Fan, uh, the PW Fan Pod at gmail.com. And uh, hey, if you're into collectibles, follow Andy on Instagram at the four one zero at the four one zero Fan Bros on Instagram for Funko Pop collecting. We appreciate you joining us, and we will see you next week for episode 43. Bye-bye, everybody, and take care.